Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks hi guys welcome back to it's me tanks i hope you all had a fantastic weekend guys i was brought to tears with the response to friday's episode and i knew that we this was a pain we all collectively felt but reading your messages and getting all these tags on instagram receiving these emails it just was so emotional and it really reminded me of why I do the pod and why I love my job so much because at its core, what I love to do is connect with other people, specifically women, about the experience of life. And that includes our pain, right? That includes our pain and our shared pain and the things that we go through, the things that hold us back. And it's like, it honestly cracked me open reading all these messages from you guys because I was like, wow, we're all you know, everyone's pain is unique, but also we're all kind of sharing the same pain and we're all kind of living the same life. And I wish that I could just group hug us and be like, God, I want to set us all free. I want to set us all free because it's like we're in these shackles that we put ourselves, well, we haven't put ourselves on them, but you know, as I spoke about on Friday, the media, the tabloids, you know, it's all just compounded into these shackles where it's like, we're trying to fucking take over the world. And then there's that voice in our head that's like, "Mm." 
you're not 20 size size 26 jeans anymore, you know, whatever, whatever. But I think that the antidote to, to turn it into a positive and to look forward is to is to share our stories, is to continue to support each other, is to have abundance mindset and encourage your friends to have abundance mindset right? Have these conversations with your girlfriends. Like if they're like, oh my God, I'm at work. And like, there's this other bitch there. Just be like, well, hold on a second. I mean, if she's a bitch, she's a bitch. But like, I'm, I'm saying if someone's like, oh no, like my ex got back together, got, got with this like really pretty girl, y- you as their friend should be like, that's good. Because if you want to know why it doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect you at all. It doesn't affect your life. We need to push each other into abundance mindset and shun scarcity mindset. If you catch yourself in that mindset, think this is a construct that was placed upon me and I need to free myself from it. It it starts with all the body image stuff, but it bleeds into everything. I just think it connects with everything. So I really want to encourage um, all of you because I guess to bring it full circle to land the plane, because that was a bit of a roundabout rant. Um like so many of you wrote to me and and said you felt validated and vindicated because of the episode and all it is is sharing information right all it is is me saying hey like I had a really really hard time with body neutrality at first or like hey I spent like the majority of my teens like wishing that I was a size zero like it's just about sharing that information and being vulnerable and that makes other women stronger and you can do it too it's a knock-on effect right it's a knock-on effect uh, I'm in London this week. I, if I've made it, I honestly don't know. I'm recording this podcast on Friday because I'm, I got to tell you guys, the wheels are off the wagon. There is no one driving the car. Um, no one's home. I am on my last leg and I know it's boring to talk about this stuff, but, but again, I'm sharing it in case anybody else feels like they are completely at the end of their rope and just like kind of driving by the seat of their pants how many weird metaphors am I gonna am I gonna use today um it's like burnout it's a real burnout it's it's exhausting I can't imagine the the moms who are juggling so many things who are dealing with like making school costumes for school plays and getting muffins and all of my fucking hustling working ladies out there who are taking double shifts and who are you know finishing projects before the end of the year like we are just rubber banding the shit out of ourselves right now if you haven't heard me say that before I want to say oh my god David Foster and Catherine his wife Catherine Foster just walked into the studio guys I gotta tell you it's so funny because I was looking at her yesterday because she's so pretty and I and she just launched a jewelry line and I was looking at their cute family I gotta say she's stunning in person absolutely stunning in person I watched the documentary about him. It was good. They seem really in love. I have to say, I also thought she looked really beautiful on her wedding day. Sorry, that was an aside. I got so distracted. It's fun. It's fun though. Uh, Meanwhile, can I just explain to you? I'm literally in my pajamas. That's not like a cute, like, oh, I'm wearing sweatpants. No, I'm wearing Eberge. I'm wearing Eberge in the studio. I just got a spray tan because if you can't tone it, tan it. And I I was feeling a bit like, oh my God, I, I look so tired. I had, my skin was gray. I was looking at my skin and I was like, why is the under of my eye gray? And so I, I literally got a quick spray tan before I go to London. Also, when I go to London, I feel a lot of pressure to be tan because people in London think that it's literally sunny every day in LA. And it kind of is, but they think that we tan every day, which like, okay, some, most of West Hollywood actually does tan every day, but I don't. And so when I go home, I feel... <laughs> 
I feel this weird pressure to be like glowy and tan. And right now my skin is literally gray and like flaking off me. So I was like, I need a spray tan. Anyway, I'm sitting, I'm sat here with no bra. I'm, and they're walked in and, <laughs> and, uh, I'm just waved at him. He's making fun of me. David Foster. What a jokester. That's also Aaron and Sarah's dad. Um, I love them. I think that he did a good job raising them as silly as that sounds. I think that that's, you know, they have a nice family life. Anyway, um, my boyfriend came yesterday and we had, um, it's like, it, it feels weird to talk about wins as a woman always. And I want to lead by example and encourage you guys to do that because we always feel like when we're, we're boasting, but we had this like hike this morning. He had to work last night and I had to work separately and he's only in town for one night and we're going back to New York together tomorrow. But we had this like entire hike where we just like talked about all these things that issues that we've been having and talked it out. And like the level of communication that I have with this boyfriend is so cool. And I've had that before, but it's just, you know, I know we always talk about aging and like what are the positives of aging. And I was struck. I was like, wow, this is so cool. This is like, it's so nice to be able to just communicate so wholeheartedly with someone and really just talk out all our issues and feel good and and just like say how I feel and really be seen. And and I was like, wow, I'm so proud of myself. Like I've come such a long way. I think when I was younger, I used to be sometimes like passive aggressive in relationships when things would bother me. And um, and now I just I don't know. It's really cool to be able to speak so openly with him and it like made me feel automatically closer to him and it was like a very cute morning um speaking of aging too I am fucking loving the revolution that Julia Fox is leading with the aging thing I mean I don't want to say that I I helped her start it (laughs) in a very different quarter of the internet with my all my talk about aging and how your life begins at 30 and you shouldn't be afraid to age and yada 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 Julia is a lot more famous than me and has a lot more power than me but she's been chatting so much about how important it is to how cool it is to age how it's sexy how it's like freeing and all this stuff and she's doing it in a way cooler way than I am in a way more impactful way than I am but I'm just I'm really stoked on that I'm so stoked because I I think people really listen to her so you know we've got different corners of the internet but hey if we're working towards the same message then that's so cool I adore I adore Julia Fox I thought she was great on M. Rava's podcast it's really worth a listen and so is Z-Way too I really really um, admire Z-Way I think she's smart as hell and and she gave a great interview on M. Rava's podcast so both worth a listen so in the spirit of being rubber bands what I was saying before I saw Catherine um, Foster and, and David Foster um, was that women are like rubber bands we bend and we stretch 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 and we, stretch and we rarely ever break because we're, we've been trained from a young age not to. We've been trained from a young age to always say, yes, of course I can take that on. Yes, of course I can get up an hour earlier to make, make muffins for the entire uh, my kid's class. Oh, you forgot that? I can do it for you. Yes, I'll stay late, whatever, whatever. I'll just, I'll just do it. I'll make, and, and I think why I'm so wanting to talk about this topic today is because in the holidays, it's like craziest time of all for women. Because no matter how woke a household you live in, the lion's share of the household duties falls on the woman. Even if you're like in, you know, your your partner is super progressive and like does the washing up and whatever. For most women out there, you're getting the presents. For most women out there, you're doing the cooking or at least doing the organizing of the cooking. 
you're coordinating everything. You are dealing with your families. Like women are also just more intuitive. So when there's family dynamics and issues like deciding whose house to go to for Thanksgiving or going home or whatever, women just absorb more of that. They just do. I'm sorry. So what I want to talk about today is boundaries and how to set boundaries in a healthy way and why it's so important. I mean, I feel like I just explained why it's so important, but I didn't really understand what a boundary was until I was in my mid-20s. I thought it was just one of those like frou-frou therapy words. I was like, I really don't understand what it means. And I was going through some family issues at the time. And I was like, remember just having a really difficult time with feeling like it was taking over my whole life. Like I was in the bathroom at work on the phone with my family crying and like I couldn't catch a break. And and finally, my therapist like explained to me, a boundary is where you like you set a rule to protect yourself or you set a limit to protect yourself. And I didn't even know what that me- that meant because I didn't think it was an option. I didn't think that you had an option to say no when it came to things like your family or friends or work because I was raised and I was taught you do everything you 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 work hard you're perfect you show up for your friends you show up for your family like it's all about like doing the best you can do in every area and I didn't understand that even when it comes to people that you love and things that you care about there are limits there are limits okay you guys And I didn't even get that. And so I was like, well, so what would that look like in the case of my family? And my therapist said, well, next time you're having one of these massive phone conversations with your mom or your dad or whatever, you can say, I can't, I don't have the bandwidth to talk about this today. We can talk about it on Saturday. I have an hour we can chat and I really can't, I really can't help until then. And I was like, I'm putting my hands up to my head, pretending my head's exploding. That was so, such a foreign concept to me. I was like, wait, what? I was like, and at first, I'll be honest with you because it might resonate with some of you. I thought they're going to be mad at me. I was like 25 years old, 25. I'm not a little girl anymore. I didn't stick my finger in the electrical socket and get in trouble. Like I'm a grown ass woman. I mean, I don't actually consider myself a woman at 25, but you know what I mean? And I was terrified. And my therapist was like, that's called a boundary. Like that's called protecting yourself and protecting your energy. Because I was like, it was fucking up other areas of my life. Like I wasn't sleeping. I was like crying at work, all this stuff. And it's like, you have to set safeguards in place to protect yourself. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool so you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses so they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and Book of the Month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. So important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool, or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry, and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year, and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop and you know this girl loves efficiency right so my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place what a relief right and I know about Zola because I bought so many gifts on registries via Zola and I just love how easy it is to send gifts keep everything organized everything is like done for you and we absolutely love that start planning at Zola.com that's Z-O-L-A dot com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. 
week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. So I looked up online, like, what is the definition of a boundary? And I, I found, found some good snippets. So a boundary is being able to say no and accept when someone else says no. Being able to clearly communicate both wants and needs. Honoring and respecting their own needs and the needs of others. I really like this. Um, This is from psychcentral.com. Boundaries are a way to take care of ourselves. When you understand how to set and maintain healthy boundaries, you can avoid the feelings of resentment and disappointment and anger that build up when limits have been pushed. That's awesome. That's perfect. That explains it all. And I think that for me, it's actually funny that I mentioned that thing with my boyfriend in the beginning, because I think that for me in my 20s, I would often let things build up. I would have a lot of resentment towards people because I had no boundaries. And I think that women get pushed to their limits when they have no boundaries and then they burn out and they get tired and it can be in any realm. So what I want to do is kind of go through um, five areas today and give you like examples and hypotheticals of issues that might arise in the holiday season and what boundaries you can enforce to protect yourself. Because it's it can feel so suffocating. It can feel like you're drowning in resentment or uh, disappointment when your limits have been pushed, right? So especially around the holidays, because it's like all people do is push our boundaries. All people do is take and want more and more and more. And we're like, okay, well, I should be doing this because it's my family and it's the holidays and whatever, whatever. And then all of a sudden you look up and it's like, it's Christmas Eve. You're wrapping 700 presents. You've been basting a turkey for the last two days. You're still somehow emailing your boss and you're like sobbing and you're, and you're so upset. Why? Because you didn't enforce boundaries. So again, I'm doing this a little bit on the early side so that hopefully you can take it into the next season. Okay. So number one, I'm going to start with the most clinical one, which is work. And I think the reason that it's so hard to enforce boundaries with work is because A, we live in a toxic hustle culture. B, it's very hard to contend with ambition and also with boundaries, right? I was doing a thing for Amazon last week. I did a a, um, a talk for them and someone asked me from the audience, oh, well, how do you have boundaries, you know, in the holiday season? Like, what are your limits with work? What's your screen time? Kind of joking. And I was kind of embarrassed because I was like, that is one area that I'm really struggling with. I do not have any boundaries with work. And I do think that that's why I opened this show talking about how I was burned out and frazzled. So actually, I can use myself as an example for this one because I don't have any boundaries with work. I don't remember the last time I've said no. I don't remember the last time that I haven't worked on a Saturday or Sunday. And I feel, and not to make it about me, I feel like the reason that I do that is twofold. Firstly, because I am very ambitious and I have a lot of things I want to achieve. And secondly, because I feel like I just, I don't want to waste any opportunity. And I'm so afraid of, of it all going away. Like I'm so afraid of, of looking back and saying I could have worked harder. I I just like, I guess those are kind of similar, but it's like a positive and a negative anyway. Um, so 
I think it's complicated, right? Because say, you know, you're walking out the door at six o'clock and your boss walks by you and says, hey, do you have a minute? Um, I kind of have something I want you to do tonight. Like, how do you make the choice whether to enforce a boundary and say, it's six o'clock, I've been here since 7.30 a.m., I need to go meet my friends for drinks, or say, well, I'm kind of going for a promotion right now, I want to suck up to my boss so they see me in a good light. Like, how are you supposed to differentiate that? It's really tricky. It's tricky. I want to say it's case by case, but I want you guys to really quiet the noise when you're making these decisions and think, is this a one-off? Is this going to directly improve my relationship with them? Like, is it going to benefit me? And you're not selfish by thinking that, by the way. You're not selfish by thinking that. Or is this a person who is just overstepping? Is this a person who's being, um, who's taking? You know what I mean? Like, is this an opportunity or, or am I being pushed? I guess that's a really good question to ask yourself. Like, am I being pushed? Is this a pattern? Has your boss been constantly asking you to stay late and do extra or take another shift or go on a shitty project that makes you travel every week, whatever? Or is it a one-off? So I would, I would kind of think about the motives of the other person and honestly what you can get out of it. Like, is the juice worth the squeeze? If you know your boss is just going to take you for granted and be like, oh, okay, she did that. Who cares? Then don't fucking do it don't do it. Now, you guys know I'm not an every man for himself type of gal, but I do think when it comes to work, you've got to, you've got to work smart, not hard. I mean, you've got to work. Yes. Work smart, not hard. There we go. Sometimes FaceTime and staying, coming early and staying late, like sometimes that doesn't get you anywhere. You know what I mean? So I really think it's like when it comes to work, is it an opportunity that could really be something for you? Or is it someone taking advantage of your kindness and of your work ethic? That's the question that I would ask you. So I kind of already gave a couple of of examples, but I think when you're looking ahead to the next six weeks or however many weeks there are in the left of the year, think what are the things that I want to safeguard? So if you really want to safeguard your weekends, think in your head, I'm really not going to answer my emails on weekends and then stick to it. And then if your boss asks you to stay late on a Wednesday night or come in early Monday morning, maybe do that instead. But pick and choose your battles and pick and choose the things that are important to you and don't let work encroach on them. Really don't. Okay. Um, this is kind of an interesting one. Semi-related. I'm going from most clinical to least clinical. Money. Now, In the holidays, I do feel like money is very stressful, right? It's the end of the year. Money can be tight. We are going into a recession. There has been massive layoffs. And yet, this is a time when we are asked to spend a lot of money. And it can come in all forms. It can come in the form of a white elephant. Seems harmless enough. Uh, But then you add on all the Christmas drinks, you know, going to, you know, end of year. Oh, let's have a Christmas, go to the Christmas party. Okay. You got to go to this Christmas party, bring a bottle of champagne here, bring a, bring bring a bottle of wine there. It's a Friendsgiving. Can you bring a Mac and cheese? Can you, can you get beer on the way? Like, and then you have gifts, right? And you have travel, you know, your family expects you to come home. You've got to go home with your partner's family. Travel's fucking expensive. Travel's fucking expensive. And then all of a sudden you are being pushed to spend all this money that you didn't really want to spend that you didn't really account for. Now, I love gift giving. I am a generous person, but I also think that we are 
it, living in a capitalist society that puts a shit ton of pressure on us at the end of the year. So I also need to be better about this one myself. Thinking in advance, how much money am I willing to spend on this? And then not budging. Like think about your money for the end of the year and honestly try to budget and put aside this much money for gifts, this much money for travel, and this much much money for miscellaneous. Because hey, maybe you want to buy yourself a little fucking gift too, right? And see, that's a perfect example of like if you set a boundary, you can you can do things for yourself versus you spend all your money on travel and friends and white elephants and random shit and like whatever and you get to the end of the year and all of a sudden that bag that you've been saving up for that coat whatever those new headphones you don't really have the money to do it and then you feel resentful and then you look back and you think why did I bring fucking Christmas donuts into the office every week since December you know that's when you get resentful so look at your money now and set it aside and that's that And when it comes to gifts, you guys, I truly in my heart of heart believes it's the thought that counts. Don't bankrupt yourself trying to get everybody the perfect gift. Seriously. Seriously. Set aside gift money, travel money, miscellaneous. Because there's always going to be those like, you know, Christmas parties. You got to have Ubers to go to the Christmas parties. You got to have money for your, uh, you know, velvet Zara dress with sparkles on it for New Year's Eve, whatever it is. Think about it now so that you have money to do the things that you want and so that you can enjoy giving, right? That's the other thing is like if you if you know you're in control of your finances, and I'm guilty of this too, you guys. I just kind of like swipe the credit card and pray. I don't like look at what it is because numbers make me uncomfortable. I'm super dyslexic and I have a very bad control of of numbers. So I am guilty of it too. And it's only recently that I have had any disposable income. So I'm kind of like even more irresponsible now. I'm like, oh my God, I'm just kind of like flying by the seat of my pants, swiping here, swiping there, hoping for the best. But if you look at your money and you say, okay, I have $400 for gifts for my family. Then when you spend the money on them, you will feel good about it. You won't feel nervous. You won't feel like, ooh, shit, is this, is this going to like low-key bankrupt, bankrupt me? So set those boundaries with yourself and enjoy giving more and also put some money aside for yourself. Okay, next one, non-negotiables. So I think this was an episode I did a while ago, really at the beginning of the pod with how important I think non-negotiables are. And I think around the holidays, it is even more important to keep your non-negotiables. And all a non-negotiable really is, is a boundary. It's a daily boundary that you set with your time because that is you telling the world, this is my boundary. Uh, you can you can whip me around. You can make me work hard. You can make my kids be crazy today, whatever. But I, for the love of God, will go on a 20 minute walk every single day and I will take a bath every day or I will drink my three liters of water a day and I will listen to three songs of Katy Perry in the car every day. Whatever your non-negotiables are, keep them in the holidays for the love of God. Again, not to make it about me, but this is the only examples that I have on hand. I have been terrible with my non-negotiables lately. Terrible. And I think that's why I'm feeling so spirally is because I haven't had a chance to walk. I have not been sleeping. I haven't even been drinking water, which is so rare for me. I'm just like all over the place. I haven't worked out in months. And then finally this week, I was like, I'm putting my foot down. I'm going to hot Pilates at least twice. And I went three times. And it's like, it 
does wonders for me mentally because the just taking those 45 minutes to do the class makes me give 110% more in every other area of my life. But you've got to keep some non-negotiables even during the holidays. You have to. You have to. And all that is is a boundary because it's saying in order to not be resentful in other areas of my life, I need these three things or I need these two things every day. So a short, conceptually easy one, so hard to put into practice, but I promise you it's even more important during these months. Okay, friends. Now, friends are greatest source of joy. They give us so much. They are incredible. We love them. They're my life. It's still important to set boundaries during this time. And I'm I'm specifically, you know, I'm talking to everybody, but I think, you know, especially for my younger people, my single people living in, you know, cities, this is a time when your your city families, um, like it can get to be a lot. And it's not like a dark thing. Like people sometimes test our boundaries without even um without even like thinking that they're doing so. But an example would be your friend is like, I really need you to come to this party with me on Friday night. Like I'm dying to see this guy. He's going there and and you're exhausted and you had a long, long week of work and you're leaving Saturday morning to go home to your family or whatever. Um and you don't really want to go. But your friend is like, please, I want to go out. I want to get wasted. Like whatever. Like just be cognizant of those moments because we get very tired. And and listen, I'm not saying don't be there for your friends. You guys know that. I'm just saying just be mindful of it. Or if your friend is like, hey, can you help me like, you know, go do this project this weekend or you want a day drink, you want a bar hop on Saturday and you're like, I really need to prep for, you know, work because I'm taking off, whatever. It's okay to say no to things. I guess that's that's all I'm trying to say with the friends friendship thing is it's okay to say no. Your friends will understand this is a crazy time of year. Everyone everybody's so tired and if you need to skip a group dinner or if you know whatever, it's fine. It's totally fine. Your friends will get it and they're also there to support you. So, um I just again didn't even realize that you could say no to your friends as silly as that sounds. Like I didn't even understand that was a possibility. And sometimes if you say no to one thing, you can show up for your friend in an even bigger way uh, later. So very important. Now, the finale. Family. Okay. The hardest boundaries to set because they are your family. And you should do, you know, your family is your family. That you, You're born into them. They are your blood. Okay. They are the people who raised you. And it can be incredibly difficult, especially for us oldest daughters, to set boundaries. And in the holidays, this can look like, can you go home twice? Can you cook stuff? Can you bring stuff? Um, can you bring an entire dinner over? Can you host? Can you bring your small children to my house? All this stuff. Like, there are so many asks and demands on people from their family. And of course we want to do it. Of course there's tradition and love and we all want to be together and it's great, but you have to learn when to say, hold on a second. I actually can't swing that. I love you, mom. I can't make it home for Thanksgiving because my kids are all under five and I just can't make it work financially. Or, hey, parents, I adore you, but I'm going to actually spend Christmas with my boyfriend's family and we'll be at Thanksgiving for you guys. I know that's a disappointment, but we want to split time. That's what a boundary can look like. And 
hey, it's tough because sometimes our parents are like, what? No, of course you're coming to Christmas at mine. Or what? Of course you can host at yours. You always have Aunt Jemima stay with you. <laughs> what? Oh, Aunt Jemima is the maple syrup. I was like, why did I say that name? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the maple syrup. Never mind. Uh, anyway, yeah. So it it can be tough all year round, but I just feel like this time especially is like, like my family always has at least one massive fight at Thanksgiving and one massive fight at Christmas. Like, sorry to put them on blast like that, but we do. And everybody does. And usually it's because it's like, it's like a boundary. It's, it's like exhaustion of boundaries. And, and actually I'm glad I said that because you know what it usually is, is like, if I don't enforce the boundaries, then I get very resentful to my family. So like, even when I'm home, like, as you guys know, I need a lot of alone time. Sometimes I'll be like, hang out with my family and they'll be like, no, no, we've got to do everything together. And then, and then I like freak out and blow up. And it's because I haven't had an hour to sit in my, on my phone and, or read or do, do that shit. Again, why you need to keep your non-negotiables, even if you're at home, because you need those things. So Boundaries are all about protecting your energy so that you can show up better as a friend, so that you can show up better as a partner, so that you can show up better as a daughter, as a sister, as a whatever at work. Do you get that? So it's like it's like doing something that's like slightly uncomfortable in the short term to make the long term better and easier. Just think about it that way. The next time you have to say at work, actually, I, I don't have the bandwidth to do that project right now. Uh, you know, I'd love to help on the next one, even though that's like ugh, slightly uncomfortable. That means you're going to fucking kill it at all the projects you are working on. See, instead of half-assing everything and being like, fuck you to my boss and having a bad attitude. You see what I mean? I hope that was helpful. Happy happy Thanksgiving. Oh, I'll see you guys on Wednesday before that. But I hope everyone is having a fantastic Thanksgiving week, whether you're at home or you're not going home, however you're celebrating. I hope you're having a wonderful time. I hope you're setting healthy boundaries. I love you all so much. I will see you Wednesday for a, um, an almost live show. And then it's Thanksgiving. Um, okay. I love you so much guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.